You're so conceited, Clint. Why are you like that? I'm not saying that to be conceited. I hate it. I hate having to go along with everything my friends say. Well, then why do you do it? I don't know. I don't... You don't understand. You don't... You're not friends with the same kind of people that Annie and I are friends with. You know, you just don't understand the pressure that they can put on you. And sometimes you need a friend change. Sometimes you need to change a whole group of friends. I know I did that when I was younger. Uh, it wasn't necessarily my choice, but I changed the group of friends, and I got in with a much healthier group, and I I benefited wonderfully from that. Now, many people, you know, I've had people that say, you know, I hang around with a lot of friends who drink quite a bit, and, you know, but they're my buddies, and I don't want to give them up, and yet I don't like the drinking lifestyle, so Sometimes you have to make tough choices, and that, that drop was from the Breakfast Club. And if you feel like you're under peer pressure, like you, f- like, uh, you feel like you have the pressure to go along with what your friends say, if they like a movie, you have to say you like it. If they don't like a certain style of dressing that you really like, but they don't like it, and you find yourself saying, no, I don't like it either, that's really dumb, that's really stupid, she's a jerk, or she's an idiot to wear those clothes... You want to be your own person, and you build self-confidence when you hear yourself being true to yourself. Of course, you can do that tactfully, and that's a whole other area of skills that you can learn. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner, and my show is The Rational Basis of Happiness. Your happiness matters, and the way to achieve your happiness is not just to chill out and think about nothing. And you know, The way to reach your happiness is to think to figure out what's bugging you, to think about what goals you want. And you, first, you have with what's bugging you, you have to figure out how to fix it, uh, whether it's a relationship problem or maybe you don't have a job and you're looking for one. And, you know, what are the best ways to go about doing that? And if you're doing all you can, then you need to pat yourself on the back, even if it's sometimes it, things are not successful, but it's outside your control. If it's a relationship problem, you need to figure out what caused it, uh, what you think the solution might be. Do you need some extra skills and learn those skills? And uh, sometimes you also need to think to plan for your future, good goals for yourself. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner again. My number is toll free, one eight seven seven doctor Kenner. I'm a clinical psychologist here to answer your calls and questions on any concerns that you're having uh, with people in your life or with yourself, uh, pick up the phone and give me a call again. Toll free, one eight seven seven doctor Kenner. And I want to m- welcome Megan to the show. Megan, your friend is having nightmares and can't sleep? Yeah. Yeah, tell me about that, hon. Um, well, he keeps having nightmares about his friend being dead in the bathroom with blood everywhere. And he says that they're so real that he can smell the blood. And he has them every time he falls asleep. How old is he? Nineteen. He's 19 years old, and is did his friend, is his friend in the service or something? No. Uh, what What do you think it's from? Um, well, she, I'm really not sure. Like, I know that she's, ta- she, like, talks about her death a lot. Yeah, go ahead. So, I don't know, he said that it might be connected to that. Okay, so let me slow you down because I got a little confused. Is the friend that's having the nightmares a, a, a gal or a guy? 
The guy. The guy is having the nightmares. So you said she talks about, who is the she? Uh, the girl that he's having the nightmares about. Oh, he's having the nightmares about a girl he knows, a friend of his? Yes. And she's dead in the bathroom with blood on her. Mm-hmm. And he he's sharing this. Is it a girl you know, too? Yes. How old is she? Fifteen. She's fifteen. So what do you think it... Go ahead. Now tell me. You think it has something to do with his father? With his what? Oh, what you said... Why do you think this, he's having these dreams? Because she's... Um, I know that she talks to him about her death a lot. Oh, she talks about her death. I thought you said dad. Oh. Okay, she talks about her death. Is she suicidal? I don't think so. Is she you into goth or something that, <laughs> uh, what do you call it, the vampires? No. No, she isn't? So what do you think's going on? I don't know. I know that she like she does drugs and stuff. Oh, okay. So she might be having some, uh, maybe some hallucinations or delusions. Are you doing drugs, honey? No. You're not. And so it's affecting you. He's a buddy of yours. Does he do drugs too? No. He doesn't. And, but she's his friend. He, he's having these nightmares about her dead. You think he worries about her dying because of a drug overdose or something? I think he thinks that she's going to kill herself. So he's really worried about her? Yes. And does he feel response? Is he dating her? What? Is he dating her? No. Is he dating you? No. <laughs> okay. Um, so he's very worried about her. Is there anything that you can do to get her help? Um, I don't think so. Okay. He thinks that she's fine. Okay. Do the teachers know you're in school, right? Yeah. Or are you still in school? Oh, right now? No. Yeah. Oh, you're not. Okay. Is she in school? No. Oh, like she goes to school, yeah. Is it a college? She's no, 15. She's 15. Because uh, I'm wondering if, if uh, he wants to alert the school as to what she's doing or her parents, you know, to get her some counseling. Like really yeah, you know, it, it sounds, it's it's hard because it's his problem, not yours. And you're looking, how close of a friend is he to you? My best friend. Is he a, oh, he's your best friend. So he wants to not deal with the nightmares. I think he needs to be able to take some action. He can't force this girl to stop. I, is it his sister at all? No, it's just his friend. It's a friend. Uh, you know, he can reach out to her, but it sounds like she needs professional help. Because if she's seeing that, the, she doesn't think the drug use is a problem? Um, She doesn't think so because she mostly just smokes. So it's pot. Marijuana? Yes. Does she do other stuff too occasionally? Um, she takes um, like painkillers occasionally. Okay, she's so she she definitely. It sounds like she's self-medicating. That sometimes when we have uh problems at home or problems with relationships or with ourselves, you know, people turn to alcohol or drugs. You know that, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, how old are you? 14. You're 14. Okay. Um, the best thing I can say for you personally, Megan, is 
to congratulate yourself so much for not using drugs. That that is such an amazing accomplishment because we you know I talked about peer pressure right before you came on the air you may have heard it you want to be your own person I went all the way through high school and college and I didn't use drugs and guess how many people around me were using drugs how many 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 my roommates started using people in my class, friends that I had who said they would never use drugs started. I held on to myself. I was true to myself. I didn't want to destroy my mind. I wanted to figure out how to think for myself, honey. And you can't do anything about her except for try to get some, um, you know, maybe let someone know that would talk to a counselor or something. I mean, that's what her friend, the guy, your, your best friend could do too. But she may be very upset with him. So it's a judgment call. But he can, if he doesn't want to have the nightmares, he could get some help himself. He could get some psychological counseling to figure out how to deal with her. And that might help with his nightmares. For you, I would say give yourself the most enormous hug and make the promise to yourself that you're going to love your life and love your mind so much that you're not going to mess with that stuff. That if you have problems, you can learn a lot of thinking skills, honey. Okay. Okay. And it's not your responsibility to take care of her. And it's not his either. It's hers. But it's it's totally proper to, uh, you know, it's to let some adults know. Okay. So thank you so much for the call, Megan. Great, thank you. Okay, you're welcome. I need to feel important. Instead, I'm living in the shadows of her life. Her family and friends are everything. I feel invisible. I thought my husband's love would be enough to help him get over my affairs. Why can't he just forgive and forget? What does he think he is? Perfect? He's so selfish. How many lose themselves in a romantic relationship, feeling unimportant, taken for granted? Or perhaps they lie or cheat and think their partner should forgive and forget. I am Dr. Ellen Kenner, clinical psychologist and co-author with Dr. Edwin of the Romance Guidebook, The Selfish Path to Romance. Provocative title? I know. By selfish, we mean the self-valuing, self-nurturing way to romance. You never want to lose yourself in a relationship. You want to create a win-win partnership to value your own and each other's goals and dreams. Discovering how to be true to yourself in a romantic partnership is learnable and key to romantic happiness. Check out our book with its daring title, The Selfish Path to Romance, at Amazon or selfishromance.com.